Hey everybody and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I am the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we jump into a brand new book. We're going to take some time to look at the book of James over the next five days. And, uh, and so today we're in James chapter one. Now James is Jesus's half-brother actually. And uh, in James, his letter, his short five-chapter letter, it is just, it's like stuffed with wisdom. It's sometimes considered the, the Proverbs of the New Testament. It also, in many ways, it parallels much of Jesus' teaching from the Sermon on the Mount. And so there's a lot of overlap between what Jesus teaches there and what we find in James. And so this is uh, such a rich letter. Um, in fact, sometimes people struggle with James because they, they feel like it's a, a wrestling match with James and with Paul and the way they speak about faith. Now, Paul speaks about how we're justified by faith. And sometimes people look at James and say, well, we have to work for our faith. But that's not really the, the case here. Both these guys are coming about this, uh, this issue of faith from different directions. Paul is speaking about justification by faith, trusting in Jesus, and Jesus, his death and resurrection alone, is our only means of being made right with God. James, on the other hand, he's talking about the, the outworking of our faith. He's saying it's impossible to say I have faith in Jesus and, and to be untouched by the work of the Spirit in our life, to be untouched by a transformation, a different kind of life. And so we're going to see that throughout as we look at James. But today, I want to narrow our focus to James chapter 1, uh, verses 22 through 25. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I struggled with what short text to talk about today because just every verse here is something that I'd, I'd really love to comment on and help us apply as we pursue following Christ. But, but I settled on these passages. Let's jump in. James chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. It says, but be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. The text continues. It says, But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Now, this is a promise of blessing that comes when we look at God's word and we read it and we say, what should I, what should I do now? How now shall I live based upon what I have read? Now, James here, he uses this, this wonderful illustration he talks about being a man who goes up to a mirror and when you go up to a mirror, you, you see your reflection and this guy, he goes up to a mirror and he notices that his hair is all scruffled and, it, and uh, you know, he's got food in his teeth and he's got something running out of his nose and he's got like, you know, the eye boogies and whatnot and, and you know, his, his shirt's dirty and it's wrinkled and, and he walks up to the mirror and he, he glances at it and he walks away and he, he does nothing. He does nothing at all to change his appearance. He just looks at his appearance and then leaves. Uh, James says this, this is foolishness. He, he actually uses this, this idea. If you look at what he says, he says, for he looks at himself and goes away at once and forgets what he was like. This is, this is not what anyone does when they look at themselves in a mirror. If you look in a mirror and you see that you have food in your teeth, you're going you're gonna to remedy that. If you look at a mirror and you see that there's, there's something running out of your nose, you're going to go get a tissue. When you read God's word and you see the way it describes how you should live, 
and you look at yourself and you say, ah, I don't match that. I'm not living that way. So we shouldn't just walk away and do nothing. It says, but rather be the one who looks at the look the perfect law, the law of liberty. This is when we look at God's law, specifically the Ten Commandments. We look at the instructions that say this is how we love God and this is how we love our neighbor. And we say, I, I should do this. And if I'm not doing this, I, I, should, I should adjust my life by the help of the Spirit. It says when you do this, you find you're blessed in doing so. You find that there is a, a spiritual nourishment that happens in your life. This when you look at that mirror and you adjust your appearance, when you look at the mirror of God's word and you adjust your actions, you adjust your attitude, you adjust your words, there is a blessing. And that blessing is, it's walking in the will of God. It's walking knowing that by grace you've been saved and now you're walking in that grace in your life. It's being transformed. And so th this is, this is a great timing today as we think about this reality and, and we think about our own life. Now, let me ask you, how, how do you approach God's word? When you approach the word of God, is it, is it with this mentality where, okay, I read it, I checked it off, and now I can move on to the next thing? Or do you take the time to stop and say, based on my reading, based on coming and looking at the mirror of God's word, what, what needs to change in my life? How should I be different? You know, I love to, I love to just use these, these three ideas. How should I think differently? How should I speak differently? And how should my actions be different based upon this text of scripture? Of scripture, You think differently in the way you believe, the way you trust God, the way you trust who he is. You speak differently in the way you treat other people in particular. And then finally, you act differently. Now, this is our ancient way for our modern day. It's to recognize God's word serves as a mirror that provides adjustment to us every single day. And so as this comes to a conclusion, my encouragement to you is to, to stop and, and go before the Lord and say, God, what are the places that your word has shown me where I need to change and I haven't made the adjustment? Lord, reveal that to me. Change me. And then, and then walk with a new belief, a new, a new thought, new attitude. Walk with new words and, and ultimately walk with a new lifestyle. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.